you are listening to The Janine Garner Show. Janine is a leading expert on leadership and driving influence through networking and collaboration. Passionate about bringing brilliant people together to achieve remarkable results. Join Janine Garner as she shares insights, interviews and conversations and let's together make the remarkable happen. So it's Friday afternoon. I'm sat here with a skinny cap and a skinny latte. I think Kelly just thought I was about to call her that. Are I know, really... I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, she just called me skinny. <laughs> and we really should have a skinny glass of bubbles. But you know oh. what? We are sat comfortably on a sofa having a gorgeous cup of coffee. And it's wonderful to be here um, with Kelly Slezer. Kelly Slezer is the CEO of ShopU. Um, this is an app that's being developed that is going to change the game of shopping uh, and take over the world is the bigger plan. But Kelly um, has a significant amount of experience and thought leadership in the digital space, having uh, built her career first of all in the UK and then continuing to build it over here in Australia, advising some of Australia's biggest and best brands, um, as well as traveling internationally to work with some brands. Isn't mm. that right? When you were in Asia last year? Yeah. How awesome is that? And now you're totally heading down the entrepreneur space and doing Mm. something else. So what drives you, Kelly? What drives you to do what you do? I love it. I just love, I love what I do. I love the the crossover or the, the point where technology meets people. And I love to be able to translate technology into something that people get, understand and want to be involved with. Where do you think it started? Where did this passion start? Uh, My dad, my dad was a technologist. Even though looking back, he he didn't know it, he was. He used to have a BBC computer and we had one of those Atari and he used to try and do little programming things in, in DOS. And yeah, I think that's where I got my love of technology from. And it's never ending and never stopping, right? What keeps inspiring you to keep challenging and doing things differently? I think that's it, is the fact that it's never ending and never stopping. I love change, I love new, I love shiny, but I love to understand what is actually gonna work, connect with people, engage with people, and actually make a difference in this world and solve real problems. So the fact that it's always changing works really well for my personality. I just, the excitement of that drives me. So with that, what's blowing your mind right now in terms of what you've heard or what you've seen that's coming that, you know, Joe blogs on the street, me has no idea about? The the artificial intelligence, deep machine learning, all of those buzzwords that everyone keeps talking about, but the ability for that to save us time and to solve real problems is really, really exciting to me. The access to more and more globally through technology is really exciting to me and the ability to connect and connect more often but actually connect for real purpose is really exciting. So humans are still going to be important? Absolutely, no one's replacing (laughs) humans. I hear this all the time that humans are going to be replaced by robots and yes in the workforce in some areas they will be but we'll find new skills for that you know that we're going to move to a more emotionally engaging world and away from those tasks that can now be done by robotics. That's exciting stuff, mm. right? And I don't think we're quite ready for it yet, are we? No, no, and we never are. We never <laughs> are quite ready for new um, new and shiny developments in technologies. And it's a learning. And that's why some technology that is here today is, is far beyond um, 
you know, we don't actually understand its capabilities yet because we're just not ready for it. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I'm, I'm so lucky to know you. I love our walks where you... Uh, I literally walk faster when she's telling me all these stories. But I, today, really want to get in your head because... Um, you are an incredibly inspirational woman, a smart woman, um, and somebody that is able to engage, from what I've seen, at every single level. And whether you're talking about stuff that's way beyond my comprehension or trying to make things easy for people to understand, you seem to be able to do that. So I want to get into your head and find out a little bit more about you. So the first thing is, you know, we're always throughout our lives being given advice to do stuff. Um, Can you think of a piece of advice that someone once gave you um, that you actually went and did something on the back of it? And what impact did that advice have in terms of getting you to where you're at now? I think I probably think of my dad, to be honest, and he always said, there's no such word as can't. There's just no such word as can't. And I think that's had the biggest impact in my life. When I think about technology, when I think about building business, when I think about growing and developing myself, I just don't believe there is a limit to what is possible. Um, and I think that helps drive me. That's awesome. Mm. What, what choices do you think you've made through your life um, that have made you who you are some of those significant choices as we you know enter adulthood or go from childhood to adulthood that have shaped who you are right now Um, I think going from a big corporate a male dominated big corporate into own business has had a massive and huge impact on me Um, it I think in the initial stages it sends you into you know complete confidence breakdown meltdown and then when you find your own space and you find your own voice and you you become comfortable with who you are and what you know I think actually it propels you so much further than you would have gone so making that change to me had a massive impact on my life um yeah I think that's yeah and what about me because you're originally from the UK and how long have you been in Australia now 15 years nearly. Do you reckon that had any impact? That yeah, totally. I, I do. I think, I think that impacts your ability to change because that was it's such a big change that everything else kind of seems a bit insignificant mm. compared to moving away from all of your family, all mm. of your friends and locating yourself on the other side of the world. And you almost become a bit anonymous when you're here as well in those early stages. So you can kind of be what, do what you want to do and, you know, and, and play with different things. Mm. And I think I did that when I first came to Australia. Mm. So who is Kelly? If you had to describe yourself, what would you say? How would you describe yourself? Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a really, really <laughs> tough question. Um, Kelly is um, just someone that is very passionate about what she does and that could be with friends, with work, with kids, just passionate. I'm just passionate about what I do. I love what I do work-wise. I'm a mum, that's me. I'm also a wife and you know I'm growing I'm growing the future of shopping, which is really exciting. And we're not all perfect, right? So the stuff that you're not so good at and what have you done over the course of your career and your business life to almost fill those holes, those gaps where those weaknesses have existed? I think I've found great people. I've surrounded myself with what I call great minds and I've gone to them for the advice and ask them, including yourself, Janine, as we, you know, and ask people for 
you know, help with my gaps and help to kind of fill those gaps, whether it be finding someone else that can fill that gap or just developing that skill set. So one of my biggest issues when I first um, launched Bantamob was commercial and just really working on being more commercial has has been, yeah, has been something I've had to really work mm. on. And has your... Uh, I suppose board of advisors, the people you've got around you evolved over time? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's changed. And it changes on a, it changes depending on some of the key ones are still, are still there from the beginning, yourself included. But then I think depending on where you're in terms of your business, you need different skill sets, you need different people and you need different uh, set of diversified thinking. Mm. So yeah, as you grow, I was talking to somebody yesterday and we were having this conversation about as you grow, as your passion grows, as your ideas grow, as your purpose grows, um, there comes a point where you move on and sometimes you leave some people behind mm. that aren't on that same growth trajectory as you. No. Not not necessarily in terms of sales and profit, but in terms of mindset and belief and possibility. Have you found that yourself? Yeah, totally. And also, and it's really interesting because it's those... Uh, you know, I've had a couple of meetings with people where, you know, two meetings and you go, God, you know, we used to really kind of have great conversations about this and now we're in different places and actually we're not having a conversation about it anymore. We're just kind of catching up, mm. which is nice, but you realise that you need a different level of thinking and that doesn't mean more intelligent. It just means sometimes more diversified. Mm. Keep growing, right? Mm. You've got to keep yeah. growing. So what are the, the biggest challenges that you're facing right now, either personally or professionally? Because, you know, as we know, it's not always unicorns and rainbows mm. and life is about the highs and lows. For you, what is one of the things that's in your mind or that you're, you know you've got to focus on to get better at? Uh, time. It's, it's all a time issue, isn't it? And, and I suppose my thing is it's actually not the time. It's actually being okay with that minimal time and just you know not stressing out and going into my crazy shouty mode but also you know doing things like and we talk about this all the time getting to bed early you know eating the right stuff and when I go into crazy mode the first thing that drops is sleep the second thing that drops is diet and you just end up in this vicious cycle of you know not looking after mm. yourself so the match fitness piece is is mm. so important mm. isn't it so when you you recognize that one of those things is going how do you correct yourself because the easiest thing is to keep spiraling yeah um but this ownership piece of knowing i can't become or be the best version of myself how do you stop it happening it's normally my husband that stops <laughs> it when he walks into the office at one o'clock in the morning and says what the hell are you still doing in here we need to talk <laughs> It's hard though when you're passionate about something, isn't it? It so is. We literally had an argument at about one o'clock this morning where he walked in and did that. And I said, Will you just leave me? I've nearly finished. I've got 10 minutes more to go. I've got another email, oh, another to, email write. to send. He's like, How important is it? Do you really need to ask me that question at one o'clock in the morning? So I love it. He's, he's great. He's my balance. He's the yeah. one that pulls me back from that brink of being a bit self destructive, yeah. and which it is. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so if you think of somebody that you would say is living a successful life is there anyone that springs to mind I don't I, I actually don't think there's one person I think I can pull elements from each of the people I know you know I can pull elements in terms of 
business success and family success, you're rocking it, you know, in terms of living a, a life of adventure, Vicky McLean's rocking it, and then you look to people like Sheryl Sandler and you go, in terms of really changing the way we, we perceive ourselves as women and, and our presence in the corporate world, she's rocking it, and I think I just take bits from Mm. people I'm around mm. yeah I think um, it's interesting it's hard to pinpoint somebody is more what they're doing and, yeah. and looking at that are you an individual that is constantly growing like where do you get your inspiration from um, yeah I'm constantly I think that goes back to your point of surrounding yourself with people it's like I'm, I'm constantly trying to seek out those people that are going to challenge my thinking that are going to grow my thinking and I love just meeting new people that think differently you know so so I do that and I'm, I'm one of the things I'm really not afraid to do is jo- I, I found someone from a, um, a who actually lectured at Stanford and was connected to or lectured the Instagram guys, the guys that founded Instagram. And I reached out to him on email and said, look, I'd love to chat to you. And I ended up having a meeting with him a little few weeks ago. I'm not afraid to just ask for, mm. for, for um, a meeting or a catch up with someone that I perceive as having an amazing, great mind. So I do that. I read a lot. I, you know, I obviously am on digital all the time looking for, I look out, I try to look outside of my industry into other industries for best practice. That's fabulous. What what book have you read um, at some point that totally changed things for you? Um, I don't think it's one book. I think there's a combination of a, a few books. And Lean In was a great one, I thought. Um, Malcolm Gladwell, I love his books. I think that really changed my perspective on things. You know, there's outliers. I, I, I really find that fascinating. I'm reading originals at the moment, which I love. Um, and... Michael, is it Michael, his creative, he was at the LBD, Michael Dixon, yeah. Michael Dixon. Yeah, I loved his book as well. It's just those books that you kind of, are a bit unexpected, you know, that really challenge your thinking. And of course, your book, which... (laughs) That wasn't planted That wasn't planted at all. (laughs) But it's true, you know, it's all of those books that make you constantly go... Am I doing this? Am I connecting with the right network? Am I connecting with the right people? Am I constantly thinking outside of where everyone else is thinking? Am I being creative? Am I giving myself time to play a piano, even though I don't play a piano, but I'd love to when I saw him play the piano? There's all of those books that just make me, push me a little bit further. If I could sell you some more time, what would you do with it? I'd go horse riding (laughs) first, and then I would probably do some stuff on the product, I would hang out with a family, we'd go camping, we'd go on holiday. How much time have I got, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I can keep throwing it. Isn't yeah. it interesting how it's the, it's, it's the simple stuff yeah. that we fill in yeah. with that extra time, the yeah. family stuff. The family stuff, definitely. So you come across quite a lot of people in your world, whether it be through business, either uh, big organisations, small business, entrepreneurs, investors, the media, fashion people. Um, what do you see from you, know, from you looking in as some of the biggest mistakes that people are making? Um, I think just not being themselves. Mm. You know, one of the things I see is people projecting this image that they think people want to see of themselves and I I see it every day and 
you know, what I love is me, I don't care how crass someone is or how off the charts someone is or how mental they are, it's when you meet someone and they're just them. You know, I am much more drawn to that than someone that gives me a corporate hard line that tells me, you know, this is how the world should be because this is what we've been told from the big boss down. So I suppose for me, it's just being comfortable with who you are. And I think that's a time and age and, a, you know, and a, a knowing your own skill set thing as well. Who was, um, who was the last person that you had a conversation with that you got an aha moment from? Like, can you think about an example of where that's happened? Could have been someone in a coffee shop, a cab driver, someone you met, something that stayed with you. I'll give you an example. I had a conversation with my mentor, Matt Church, recently, well, probably back in March, and we are now in August, and we were talking about future thinking of my business, and he said to me, just because you can doesn't mean you should, Janine, and that stayed with me since March. Have you had any of those moments recently? Yeah, I am. Actually, um, Rachel Kelly is one of my mentors and board advisors and I met with her a couple of weeks ago and we were talking around the brand and and what we're trying to develop and she was really you know looking at T2 and what they did with their branding she gave me some really good advice about just being real in the brand so not just being real as in me but actually projecting realness in the brand and being very clear on what that was and I hadn't really thought about it like that before and it was only at that moment that I went, oh, we need to really define and be clear on that so that anyone that's buying into the vision gets where we're coming from mm. and knows what we are and what we're trying mm. to achieve. So that was a bit of an aha moment from a business perspective, definitely. Mm. And then the other one that I just go back to all the time was when I first started out in BT and it was year 2000 or 1999. We had the 2000 bug was about to happen. Um, planes were going to drop out of the sky. I was working that night um, on the you know critical analysis of what plane was going to drop out of the sky or what was going to happen as the millennium bug. And um, I was really stressed out and my boss called me and he said, Kelly, we're not saving lives. No one is going to die. And it's a mantra I repeat to myself whenever I think, oh my God, that technology has gone terribly wrong. I just go, no one's going to die. We're mm. not saving lives. Mm. So, mm. That's, mm. yeah, I've heard that, that one before. It's like, we're, we're not trying to find a cure for cancer, mm. some of us. Mm. And um, it's that reality check yeah. of why we're doing what we're doing and what's really important. What's, what's the other bit of advice that, you know, you, you constantly hear being given to others and you wish you could just write it down, throw it up in the sky, put it in a bin and just get rid of it because it just drives you insane? Emma and I co-founded talk about this a lot, that feedback is a gift. We laugh at this all the time. Feedback is a gift, absolutely. I'm so open to feedback if it comes from a good place if it comes from someone that actually is trying to help you grow and develop, then feedback is a total gift. But often, more often than not, feedback comes from someone who just wants to give you an opinion because they want to show you how clever they are or whatever it might be. And actually what it does is has the opposite effect. It sucks the confidence out of you. So I think feedback is a gift if you go to the right people, but I think seeking out those people that are gonna give you the right feedback and really try and help you is is so important. And I think associated with that is a belief in yourself and Mm. getting really clear 
on who you are and what you're doing and almost an element of positive delusion to some extent. It's yeah. like, just keep focused. Just keep focused, definitely. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's still so easy for someone to knock you off that pedestal yeah. with the odd little comment, you know, of, oh, well, did you think about this? Or why didn't you do that? And yeah, so, but absolutely, I think the more you own that, the more you're comfortable in your own skin, the less it knocks you. Isn't it interesting how we can much more quickly fall off our pedestal on the back of one comment mm. than it is that we can allow ourselves to shine and feel positive about yeah, what we're so doing. True. It's so <laughs> what true. What do you think that's all about? I don't know. It's so <laughs> true. But I think, you know, as long as, as long as the comment doesn't make you change direction, because that's what I see with people, mm. is they then go, oh, I should be doing something else. Because someone who doesn't have their best interests at heart mm has made a bad comment about what they're doing and all of a sudden they're upping and leaving what they're doing and trying something else. Mm. I think that's when it really frustrates me. Yeah, so focus mm. has a part to play in that. I've been doing quite a bit of uh, reading recently, um, just recently read uh, Tools of the Titans, Tim Ferriss, awesome book. And one of the key things that comes out of those hundreds of interviews in there mm. from leaders, whether it be in sport, politicians, film, technology, business, is this the importance of just focusing on what yeah. it is that you're trying to deliver. So what's your focus right now and how do you make sure you don't get taken off track? My focus is to keep balance at home with the family, you know, keep, keep connected to the kids and present when I'm there. And my other focus is shop you, is to get the best most amazing shopping product I can out there launched and then grow it globally. Tell me more, is, what is ShopU? ShopU is a personalized mobile shopping app that matches you with brands based on your style, size and preferences. It's all about saving us time, stopping that overwhelm, inspiring us, but then allowing us to purchase as well. And it uses technology to understand more and more about you over time. It's essentially creating a shop just for you. Wow, so it will just send me stuff that I would like versus just, me randomly getting lost in ultimate, um, loads and loads of websites. Absolutely. I um, One of the inspirations for it was when I searched for a, a dress last year for um, Melbourne Cup Day and I got something like 60 million results. You're never going to find a dress in that. And even when you walk into, you know, when you walk into a store sometimes, it's just overwhelmed. So just making it really easy for people to, to shop, to be inspired and then to shop, but about them, mm. not about a Google algorithm. Sounds really exciting. When's that coming out? Um, in the next few weeks, we're launching. Ready for Christmas and next mm. Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah. That's awesome. So what are you reading right now? What am I reading right now? I'm halfway through the originals, so yeah. I'm reading that. I'm also reading another book. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a fiction book. It's a, it's a, that's my, you know, turn my brain off and don't think type of book. Um, I can't remember what it's called though. Mm. <laughs> Is it anything to do with vampires and no. fairies? Because that's my switch off. No. What's your favourite podcast? Um, How to Start a Startup is pretty good. That's a good one that I've been listening to. Um, I'm not, I haven't listened to that many recently. I must admit, it's just a time thing. I just, yeah, just a time thing. But probably my favourite at the moment is How to Start a Startup. Do you have a favourite TV show? Um, I've just finished Big Lies, Little Lies. Oh. oh my goodness. It was so good. It was so good. That was my switch off. Like I switched off totally. That's one of my favourite. Um, 
but yeah, there's nothing now. That's it. You're going to have to get on Netflix and yeah. uh, find a new one. Um, it's been absolutely awesome to chat with you, Kelly. My final question that I ask everybody, and I know we're absolutely not people that look back in time, but if you could tell your 21-year-old self or even have a conversation with a 21-year-old now, what advice would you give that 21-year-old self? Um, I would say just don't sweat stuff you know don't don't stress like those moments that you thought life was imploding and everything was going to shit it actually was was not at all and you coped and your your ability to get through a day you prove every day is a hundred percent and to come out the other side shining so yeah just I just think back to moments where I've got really stressed out about stuff and it's been like oh my god I've got to do this and a customer's like this and now it's you know it's so in the past and so actually didn't matter that much oh that's fabulous Kelly it's been absolutely awesome to chat with you um, I always learn so much when I have a conversation with you and this time around what's become really clear is the importance of really following your passion um, continuing to master your skill um, that it is a life of continuous learning and constantly being challenged by others um, the need to focus but I think one thing that is really clear with everything that you're doing now is is this importance of balancing and whatever that means to the individual mm. is is whatever it means and to wrap that up don't sweat the small stuff mm. so thank you so much Cle Kelly it's been great to chat we can now I reckon move on to our bubbles and have a great weekend thank you Thanks. We hope you enjoyed listening to The Janine Garner Show. To follow her blog, purchase her books or find out more, visit her website janinegarner.com.au. Brilliant people, extraordinary results.